Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur with your host, Steve Kidd, third-generation minister and 30-year business coach. Listen in as amazing, world-changing authors, speakers, and coaches share their struggles and victories, and hear from best-selling authors' insight into how you, too, can live your life as a thriving entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur. Thank you for being here with us today. We are going to help you live victoriously today and share with you some great insights into how to really make your business thrive. I love the word thrive. Do you, do you like that word? I mean, it's, it's all over the place. It was really kind of funny because I remember when we were looking at names and, and stuff like that. Um, you know, I was just really looking at acronyms and, you know, you go to the thesaurus and you're, you're, you're trying to figure out things and, and the word thrive jumped out at me. How does that word feel to you? I mean, just check with yourself for a second. What do you feel when you hear about thriving? Feels good, doesn't it? Yeah. And, and you know, at the time, and I probably subconsciously had taken it in and not realized, but uh, later on I began to see all kinds of commercials that um, I want to say, this is my reality, <laughs> is, is that right around that same time other people were um, you know, really latching on to the concept of the word thrive and thriving, and it was um, in many different places in advertisement and stuff like that. And I really think that, you know, one, there's a general sense in the world that, um, you know, kind of the direction things are going can be quite universal. But secondarily, I think that that's just such a powerful, impactful word. Um, and I'm glad that it's being used out there a lot because I really do want you to thrive. I want you to live your life as a thriving entrepreneur, not just a you know, a business that gets through or somebody who, uh, you know, feels less than all the time. But I really want you to live every day of your life as a thriving entrepreneur to be like, you know what? Being me, working in my business, getting to shape and change my little corner of the world, that really lights me up. There's nothing better than when you meet somebody who, you know, they will tell you about their business, that they can't wait to get up in the morning to be able to, uh, you know, to go to work, to, to help do that thing that they do so well in the world, to, to serve the world in the way that only they can. And that's important for us to know because to live victoriously, the first thing that we need to, you know, to overcome, to become a victor of, is ourself. There's nobody in this world that is ever going to be as hard on you as you are on yourself. And there are some people, you know, if you do enough testing, I mean, you know, both of my parents have psychology degrees, um, different ways of it, but, um, you know, counseling type of uh schooling that they did and so you know i've seen a lot of those different kind of tests and and have worked enough in the world these days that that i've seen you know the harrison test and your uh, myers-briggs test and all those kind of things and one of those 
that will show up in there is how hard are you on yourself? How good are you at being able to take an adverse situation and weather through it? You know, do you, do you see the light at the end of the tunnel? Or are you so encompassed in the darkness that you don't even believe that there's the possibility for light? Um, or, you know, as the Metallica song, uh, you know, goes, do you believe that that light that you see coming at you is just a freight train headed your way? All of those are very common human thoughts and belief systems. And until we can overcome our own thoughts and learn to think and feel bigger and better. And, and a lot of times that has to do with belief. And it doesn't have to do with your particular religious bent or, you know, whether you do or don't believe in God or the universe or any of those kind of things. It just simply has to do with having an understanding that there's more, that there's better. Um, I love the phrase from the book The Silver Chair by C.S. Lewis. It's part of the Chronicles of Narnia. Um, it's the fourth book um, written in the series. And, um, uh, you know, the silver chair has an amazing line in it. Uh, Puddlegum says, um, you know, when the, the witch is trying to convince, and, and yeah, for those of you that are not into this kind of stuff, sorry for geeking out for you a minute, but, you know, the witch is trying to convince them that the darkness underground world that they're trapped in is reality. And that all of the things, the sun, the moon, the stars, living life and better out in the open, above ground, that that's imaginary, that that never really actually exists. And Puddleglum has such an amazingly deep, wonderful statement that he makes. He says, if what I believe to be true isn't real, if the sun isn't real, if the grass under my feet isn't real, if all the things that I believe within me are true and great and are better than this current circumstance, if what you're saying is true, I would rather believe my fantasy than to live in your reality. And some of us really need a healthy dose of that because we live so hard in a reality of beating ourselves up in living in less than. And today needs to be your day of victory. Um, you know, and I know in the intro, uh, it always talks about me being a third generation minister. And I don't want to come off today as preachy to you. I just simply want to inspire you that victorious living is yours, that there is a way that you can take this business that you've got, this dream, this special gift, this special talent that only you can fulfill in the world, that you can take that and you can thrive. You can market it in such a way that this hope that you had becomes the real reality. That this thought, this concept, this thing that you've poured your life blood into, that it becomes something shining. You know, I mean, Kathy and I have been so blessed that we stepped out from behind 
any of you that have seen Kathy on stage um, or, or heard her story, she talks about how we were hiding. You know, we were hiding behind our clients and we were helping, you know, maybe one, possibly as much as five books get out into the world. And one of our coaches in going through all the things that we did, you know, we've been a marketing company for 20 plus years now and we've, you name it, in the realm, especially on online related marketing stuff, we've done it. Um, and they were trying to distill that to what can we tell as a message. And, um, and that coach just, you know, when when she heard about helping people become best-selling authors, she latched a hold of that. And she said, you've got to share that with the world. Um, you know, and so it was a product and it was something we could do. And, and uh, we began doing that. And we feel so blessed to have reached out and helped um, so many people share their message with the world. Some of them have been direct clients that we've done all the work for them, you know, and some of them have been people who are just members of our free group. Uh, you know, bestsellers dot, uh, bestsellersguild.com is there for every single one of you um, that aspire to have a book that you can come in and be part of the group and participate as others walk alongside of you to reach that dream. And for us, that's the thrilling, victorious, thriving life that we now get to live and share big and bold and step out from the shadows into the world and to exclaim to the world, we're here and we have the ability to help you share your struggles and victories with the world and help make the world a better place. Because here's what I know more than anything else. You've overcome some things. You have had some areas of triumph and victory in your life. And you are probably the worst person in the world at celebrating how amazing that is. And so now is your time to shine, to thrive, to live in victory. And you have to do that by you have to be the person who markets yourself, your life, your business. If you don't do it, Somebody isn't going to, I remember when one of my kids was, was little, um, you know, he said that, uh, he just knew that somebody was going to come and knock on the door and ask him to do the thing that he dreamt of being when he grew up. And, you know, as a little kid, it's okay to let them live with that. But, you know, when we become grownups, we have to realize that in order for us to reach what we're going for, it takes action. Victory is a result of participation and thriving is the result of showing up and being amazing and doing your best in the world. And I want that for every single one of you. So today we're going to talk to you how you can live victorious and how you can market yourself and your business to reach whole new heights and levels that right now may not even seem possible. So Stick with us this whole time. We've got some great guests to share with you today. We're going to help you live every day of your life as a thriving entrepreneur. We'll be right back. You've heard Kathy and I talk about it. You've seen the workshops. You have watched as others of your friends have become a best-selling author. And now it's your turn. Let me ask you this. What would being a best-selling author do for your business? 
Over 80% of people surveyed said that they want to write a book, which means that if you're listening, you probably are one of those people. Now is your time because you have a message that needs to be shared. That message is not for you. It's not for your ego. It is because it serves other people. Kathy and I are here to help you share your unique brilliance with the world. All you need to do is go to wehelpyouthrive.com, check us out, and find out how you can be a best-selling author today. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. So glad you're here with us, and I really want to see you shine. Today, we're going to live together and be victorious in this race, in this life that we call life. We're going to thrive in our life and in our business, and we really, really want to help you shine in what you're doing. You know, it's, it's easy to talk about victory, but I know that for some of you, it can be very difficult to really try to do. And so we want to try to help you with that. And I want to start off with a question for you. What if you don't know how to live a happier life? Would you be interested in victorious living? I think the answer from all of us is resoundingly yes. And I'm so glad to be able to have with me today Noreen N. Henry and her best-selling book, Victorious Living. Hi, hi, Noreen. How are you today? Hi, I'm doing very well, thanks. How are you? I'm doing good. So um, tell everybody a little bit about you and what inspired you to write a guide to a happier life. Um, Well, I'm originally from um, London, England. I was born in East London, and I came here with my parents at the tender age of 17. Um, And from there, you know, I built my life here and what led me to victorious living is because of the, you know, going through so many adversities that if I let myself succumb to them, as I say, I would not be standing here right now. I'd probably be in a mental home with all the crazy stuff that has happened. So what happened was getting into a, a proper relationship with the Lord and like learning from him, learning so much and learning that even though we have, adversities, even though we have issues, you know, everybody's got challenges, we can still be happy going through them and coming through them to victory. So that's how that came about. So really it came from the Lord. It came from the Lord. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I know how it is, you know, I mean, all of us have good days and bad days. It's just part of being Uh human, (laughs) you know, Right. Um, right. What would you say to somebody who is just having one of those really awful days and is having a hard time seeing that there's any possibility of life getting better? Well, first I would use myself as an example. And then I would tell them the tools because we have so much in God. We have so much in him. And that's what it is. That's the key. The key to life is learning of the Lord because with him we have so much. We have peace, we have happiness, and 
regardless of what the situation is that we're going through, we can still laugh. We can still have peace. We can still have the peace that surpasses all understanding. And so that's what I would be talking about. I do it already. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think that's a real key. Um, you know, that concept of peace that passes all mm-hmm. of our understanding, because I think all too often what we're trying to do is figure it out. You know, we're trying to figure out right. how to have peace in our understanding. Right. <laughs> right. And you're right. And the way to have it is, you know, God has a lot of promises that's in his word. And that's why we need to study it. Once we study it, then we, we can um, learn of it. And so with his, what I learned to do was no matter what was going on, you know, because the stuff is like really horrible. And his promises will say, okay, this, this, this. I just stood on the promise no matter how things looked. No matter how terrible things got, I stood on his promises. And as I stood on his promises, the things changed, like things turned around. And that's one of his promises. He turns everything around for good. So even though the stuff is um, horrible that's going on, just look to him and pray and stay stay in the word. Stand on his promise. His promise says peace. You'll, You'll have peace. His promise says healing. You stand on it until you have your healing. It, I, I just believe in the word because I'm proof of it. So what do you say to somebody who says, yeah, but Noreen, you don't understand how bad my life is. Can you give them a, you know, an example out of your past of some things that you have overcome? Um, well, I've been rejected, abandoned. Um, and if I allowed myself, I would not be the person that I am today. I would be, you know, the pity party, right? I would be down. I would be depressed, but not, well, I used to be down. I used to be depressed. And that time I didn't think I was, but like I've overcome all of that. And it's because of the focus, focusing on positivity, you know, uh, because, you know, because there's so much negativity around us. Like the TV, I don't even turn on the TV anymore because it's, it's, not, it's, it's, it's nothing much good on it. My focus is the Lord and focus on what he has for me to do. But that's what is the key, is the focus. The word says, delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. And the key to that is delighting ourselves in him. So we can't, you know, he, he gives us guidelines to, give, to live by. And then once we live by the guidelines, that makes for a happy life because he's, his word is to protect us. That's why we have those guidelines. So if we're following the guidelines, we have such a peaceful life and we have such a happy life, so much things happen. There's like, um, like something happened um, on my job that I could have turned it around and I could have been... I could have reacted in a negative way, but I didn't. I, I still walk around smiling and laughing. I still do what I have to do. And I could have, I could have reacted negatively, but I didn't. I reacted positively. And that makes, like, I've got more respect. I have more respect. Whereas I know if I, if I reacted um, negatively, it, what would have happened? It would have been so, it would have been messy. And why I could react positively is because I know I look, look to the Lord 
And I know that he's going to turn it around because I believe that everything happens for a reason. Because like some major stuff that I was going through, you know, the word says to call it all joy when you're going through the various trials and tribulations. Back then, I couldn't call it all joy. <laughs> I couldn't call it all joy. It wasn't until like having a proper relationship with the Lord. And then like once I got into a proper relationship with him, um, that's when he opened up scriptures because I've been reading for years, but then he gave me the revelation. I was like, I've been reading this for years and I never saw this. I never noticed this. And it's because I had a proper relationship with him. So that's, that's what it is. All of, all of this ties together and having faith because even though, you know, being in this, in the situation that is not nice, we have to stand on the word and have the faith that it is going to change for the better because it will. We have to be patient with it too. Because it will. I'm proof of it. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about your book. Um, you know, mm-hmm. and of course, people are going to have to buy your book in order to get all the tips you have in there. But um, yeah. <laughs> give them a general idea of what you try to help walk them through in your Guide to a Happier Life, Victorious Living, A Guide to Happier Life. How do you kind of help them get to that place? It's learning. It's Quite frankly, it's, it's an internal, it's internal, an internal, like it, it's coming from inside. It's not, an out, it's not an outside thing, it's an internal thing. And so we're learning to think differently. Like we're learning to use wisdom. We're reading to gain knowledge. And, with, and then we learn to have discernment. There's all these things tied together. We learn to be, even to laugh, the simple thing is laughing. But that's what it is. It's an internal thing. So we're thinking, we're thinking differently. We're using our words. Like the word says, we either speak death or we speak life. So we have to speak words that bring life to our situations as well. So it's a combination. It's a whole bunch of uh, combination of things. But as we start learning and start changing, we will see the difference. So what is one thing that a person could do, you know, right after listening to this interview that they could do right now to help them with their victorious living to live a happier life? Well, the first, the very first thing is salvation. That's the very first thing. And then as after salvation, start learning, reading, reading the word and applying it to our lives. And as we do that, things start to change. And we have to be patient with that too, you know, because things, we weren't this way, like we weren't this way, like I wasn't this way all my life. It, 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 it took me changing and learning and doing to be the way I am now, right? So it's a process. And then we have to be patient with that process also. So, but it's the key to, to reading. We have to read the word and reading books also, because I read a lot of um, spiritual books. So it's not, I don't just read the word, but, the main thing is the word. So the first thing is salvation and then learning, reading, reading the word and truly applying it to our lives, doing what it says. It makes a difference. That's the beginning. And then everything will fall into place. Then your faith will come. The book is called Victorious Living. Guide to a Happier Life by Noreen Henry. It is an international bestseller, and you can get it on Amazon.com. Noreen, thanks so much for spending some time with us here today.
You are quite welcome. Thank you. I appreciate you um, having me on. That was great stuff. Thanks so much. I hope you got some good things out of it and you took some great notes so that you can live victoriously and live as a thriving entrepreneur. We'll be right back. You've heard Kathy and I talk about it. You've seen the workshops. You have watched as others of your friends have become a best-selling author. And now it's your turn. Let me ask you this. What would being a best-selling author do for your business? Over 80% of people surveyed said that they want to write a book, which means that if you're listening, you probably are one of those people. Now is your time because you have a message that needs to be shared. That message is not for you. It's not for your ego. It is because it serves other people. Kathy and I are here to help you share your unique brilliance with the world. All you need to do is go to WeHelp youthrive.com check us out and find out how you can be a best-selling author today welcome back to thriving entrepreneur this is steve welcome back we want to jump right into intentionally marketing your business so that you can thrive as a business owner kathy and i love marketing and i really hope that you will join with me in Welcoming Justin Devonshire. Hi, Justin. How are you today? Hey, Steve. I'm doing good. Thank you. Good to be here. Yeah. So I know a little bit about you. I know that you help a lot of coaches um, to really position themselves. But for people who aren't familiar with you, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Great. So, yeah, I really help uh, coaches, consultants, experts, and trainers, anyone with uh, life-transforming knowledge to share, to stand out in their market, attract better quality customers, uh, and get their content out there so they can get more clients uh, and get known, but without learning all the ninja marketing tactics and high-pressure sales and things like that, uh, just help them promote themselves properly with more authority and expert status so more people are attracted to them and um, they can earn more money for doing what they love. So, you know, I mean, if they're not hiring a marketing company, which I'm sure most of your people you wouldn't recommend to doing, what, um, what kind of tips do you give them um, that they can do immediately starting out even though they really don't know what they're doing to begin with marketing-wise? Well, actually teach over a six-step process. Uh, if, you, if you're in the market and you, you want to kind of get to a comfortable six-figure income, you know, like a stable, predictable income, uh, the six steps really I walk the clients through. So number one is, first of all, just getting very clear on exactly who your market is and what are their, you know, buying triggers. What are the, what are the pains and the desires and the obstacles that your market are going through? And um and then it's learning to speak their language. You see, most experts, um, ironically, try and sound like more of an expert but by, by saying, speaking expert language and jargon and things that your market actually don't understand. So ironically, the way to be positioned as more of an expert is to speak client language uh, and actually make them, you know, talk on their level and they'll trust you a lot more. So that's the first step, uh, identifying who that prospect is. 
and learning to speak in their language and words they understand. Secondly, then, you want to create uh, a signature branded service around what you do. So whatever it is you do right now, you're probably stuck in that time for money trap. You know, a lot of coaches are trading sessions for money. And, and the thing with that is you can't really grow it past a certain level because you have an, in, you have an income ceiling and a time ceiling. So what I, the second tip I give entrepreneurs is to get your intellectual property documented. Think of the three to five or maybe six or seven steps you take your clients through to get the result and get it down as a system and you know you have your signature branded uh, curriculum and that's really the first stage to escaping that time for money trap and having something that you could sell whether or not you're doing the work. So that's like the second tip I tell people usually, get that branded signature service. The third thing then is you're going to stop getting a following, you know, put content out there, stop building your database. The next step is to build a relationship with that database and uh, give them even more in-depth content on your list, on your Facebook group. Number five is to then convert them into clients and have a mechanism for doing that. And we can discuss these in more depth a bit later on. Uh, and then the sixth step, of course, is then generating traffic with paid means, organic means, and uh, endorsed or getting partner traffic to see your content. When you put those six steps together, it's really a foolproof system for taking any coach, expert, consultant up to a, a healthy revenue. Okay, so let's kind of dive into those a little bit. Um, you know, I mean, I'm sure some people have an idea what they are. Some people have no idea about any of them. <laughs> so uh, we'll just kind of talk about each of them one at a time. Um, clarity on your customer. Um, you could probably actually, and you kind of even did break that into two points. You know, one is knowing who that customer is and then knowing how they speak. So first of all, how do I even know who my customer should be? So that's a you know, great question. A lot of Coaches have a lot of uh, confusion because they're trying to help two or three or four types of customer. And the thing is, with, with expertise you have, you probably can help loads of people, right? But you, you, it's going to be harder to grow a business and get some momentum unless you get specific first. So I would say to choose the customer that you are the most confident in helping and also you enjoy the most. Uh, another way of putting this is what uh, one of my mentors, uh, Frank Kern, told me. He said, the ideal customer for most people starting out, it's the person to whom you can get the best result in the fastest time with the least resistance. And that's least resistance from their side and less resistance from your side uh, in, in approaching those customers. So that's usually who I'd say, who are the easy wins? Who are people you can help get great results for? just to help get, you know, get the clients coming in, get you some good testimonials, uh, and start boosting your confidence up. That's usually what I would suggest is one of the better customers to look for. So most, uh, most sales companies, when they're training salespeople, they will have them make a list of, you know, 50 or 100 people that are their quote-unquote warm market. Um, and then hopefully, depending on the sales trainer, uh, you know, quantify that and, you know, pick out the top few people that you can really talk to. And I think that's pretty much the same thing you're saying. Is that correct? 
pretty much, you know, that's one area of the market and uh, it's the, the hottest area of the market. And um, I, I would usually believe, you know, when you're starting off, yeah, it's better to go for the warmer, hotter leads. A bit later on, then you can expand your marketing message out a little bit more and it, uh, and, and, and can bring more people into your world and educate them slowly. Um, but in the early stages, if you want to get going, get momentum, find the people already looking for what you offer and are maybe jaded by other people's services or they're trying something out. And um, that's, that's a big, you know, a big kind of thing. Coaches are naturally very passionate and they want to help people who are in the biggest um, pain, right? They want to help people who, have the, who need it the most. But an unfortunate truth of what we do is the people that need the help the most always ask for it the least. You know, so you know, the entrepreneurs like earning the least amount of money won't take the business courses, um, you know, and so on. So I always, I always say, you know, to get going and to take care of yourself first, which is what you need to make the, the company financially healthy to begin with. Go out there and find the easiest wins, the easiest people to help who are looking for that help. And then you can start um, branching out to, you know, warmer and then cooler areas of the market after that. Which really segues really well into the second half of that first point, And that's speaking the client's language. Um, you know, because if you're going to search for people who, um, you know, are really already looking for what you do, you got to search in the way that they are looking for it, not in the way that necessarily you want to say it. So what's some uh, tips on learning the language that the client you want to serve uses as opposed to the way that you might express it? Great. So the, the easiest one is to is to ask and survey them. So I remember what I used to do. In one of my I had a, in one of my fitness biz, coaching businesses, we would have an application process to work with us, and we would ask certain information in that application that we would then use in our marketing later. So we asked like, what's the biggest pain point? How is this problem affecting other areas of your life? Um, what have you tried so far that hasn't worked, and why do you think it hasn't worked? Why do you, why are you looking to work with a coach now? Why not do this alone? And all kind of questions like this, which, which really qualify them to work with us. But also when we get 50 or 60 responses, we had so much gold and information. And I would look through these and look for phrases and buzzwords that were repeated more than a few times. And you just see the same, even though there's so many different women, they have the same phrases over and over again. Uh, and we would literally just, just take some of those phrases and sentences and that would literally become our next advertising campaign. And and then more people would come in and say, it's like you read my mind. Uh, and and, and I, I, we saw in tests that one little word can make a huge difference. So when I was more of a rookie with this stuff, uh, being a, a you know, young uh, male trainer, I just assumed everyone wanted a six pack. So, you know, we had one advert going out there targeting women saying, you know, do you want to get a, um, a six pack stomach? Right. And of, of course, women don't want a six pack stomach. So we, we then saw some of the phrases that were coming in and asked our clients and we, and we changed it to then, would you like a firm flat stomach? And the same, the response in that advert went up 300%. So, you know, three times money, as many clients for the same marketing campaign, because of one word speaking their language, 
um, not our own. So that's that's one thing is easiest to ask your customers or, or ask the market. Um, another another simple way is just to observe the, the the biggest industry magazines in your niche. So whether that's you know Success Magazine, Entrepreneur Magazine, Cosmopolitan, Psychologies, Men's Health, Women's Health, uh, Personal Development, Spiritual Magazines, because these companies have spent millions of dollars to really get inside the heads of our customers and know what triggers them to take action. Because think about this, you've got, you've got these magazines on the shelves and they're surrounded by dozens of other magazines and they've got these little three or four word headlines that have to catch your attention and pull you to that magazine in, in an ocean of others. So these magazines really know what's going to trigger the audience. They know how to speak the audience language and that's why they still make so much money. And so I would, I would just, you haven't got to go out and buy them. Just, just type the magazine that your customer will be reading. Uh, I just go to Google, just go to Google images and say, you know, uh, psychology's magazine covers and it'll just bring up all the covers of the last few years on uh, Google images. You just check those out. You'll take some hints. Now you might not agree with some of those headlines. They might seem a bit like too quick fix for some coaches, but the point is we've got to put our ego aside. That's what our market are looking for. That's their language. And it's better that we meet them where they are. Uh, and you know, we can, we can put those headlines as, as our email subject lines or our Facebook headlines or our blog headlines or our YouTube video headlines uh, reel them in with that language and then educate them on some of the better questions they should be asking um, once they're in our world. So that's a bit of a unique strategy that a lot of coaches don't do, but that's probably the easiest way to get started and have a, a dramatic difference in your marketing immediately. We'll be right back here on Thriving Entrepreneur to talk more with Justin Devonshire. Don't go away. You've heard Kathy and I talk about it. You've seen the workshops. You have watched as others of your friends have become a best-selling author. And now it's your turn. Let me ask you this. What would being a best-selling author do for your business? Over 80% of people surveyed said that they want to write a book, which means that if you're listening, you probably are one of those people. Now is your time because you have a message that needs to be shared. That message is not for you. It's not for your ego. It is because it serves other people. Kathy and I are here to help you share your unique brilliance with the world. All you need to do is go to wehelpyouthrive.com, check us out, and find out how you can be a best-selling author today. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. I'm here with Justin Devonshire, and we are talking about aspects of marketing your company for true intentional growth in your business. There are so many aspects to signature service. Um, and, and I have to acknowledge right up front for people who don't understand any one of the six of these, we could do several hours of radio show on, you know, people have done whole entire 
weekend events on any one of these six, let alone having them as a program. So I know we're just scratching the surface, but um, when we move on to number two, signature service, the thing I'd like to have you talk about a little bit is the problem that a lot of new coaches have with being afraid that they're going to limit themselves if they, you know, really focus on a product. Can you talk a little bit uh, about that? So, yeah, I think, you know, there's a big problem in the coaching industry or the expert industry because we're naturally conditioned to do time for money and put ourselves in that trap. Uh, And so the amount of income you can make is limited. The amount of people you can serve and the impact you can make is limited. um, So you can't really grow a real company. And I think there's a a subconscious like self-sabotaging aspect to that too because if you know that the more customers you get, the more freedom you're actually losing. I think that's what holds our coaches back from doing paid Facebook ads to 100,000 people or putting their message in the media because they're actually afraid of what would happen if 100 people wanted to work with me tomorrow. So I think that's a deadly, deadly trap coaches have to get out of if they want to make a bigger impact and serve more people with their information they have to get out of the way and, and, and realize it's, it's all about their process. It's about their signature curriculum. It's, it's not them. It's, it's, the, it's the service, the, the, the system you have. You know, this isn't anything special about me. It's the six steps I'm teaching. That's what works over and over again. It's not just in Devonshire. I'm not the value. It's the system. So what I would say to those coaches is if you realize the only way to serve more people uh, and create even a seven-figure-plus business is going to be to document your intellectual property and allow more people to access it. Look at Tony Robbins, uh, Eckhart Tolle, uh, Neil Donald Walsh, T. Harv Eker, um, you know, any of the giants of our industries, they all follow this pattern. They make the base of their income comes from, from scalable, sellable products and courses, They then have a secondary layer of live events or maybe some consulting with their coaches. And then finally, on top of that, they either have very elite one-to-one coaching, if they've got the credibility to do that, or in some industries, there's a done-for-you service element, which is the most expensive. So I suggest you you look at having at least two price points to begin with. Uh, You know, if, if you're offering coaching consulting, just make a product too. So the people that can't afford to work with you have something they can take away and start getting some results. And, um, you know, if, if, if this, this again is going to make you more money without learning more sales skills. Because if, let's say you, have, you book, uh, you know, 10 consultations in a week and the average coach, all they have is a mid-level, like a mid-tier service offering, you know, like $600 a month or $1,000 a month to work with them. And they have to charge higher fees because they're doing time for money. So they have to value their time because they can't take many clients on. So what happens is then if you speak to 10 consults, maybe two of them take your program. And then eight of them just walk away empty-handed because they couldn't afford it yet or whatever, whatever the problem was. So I would challenge the coaches listening to this. If you go back and think about how many people have you had a consult with that couldn't afford your service or wasn't ready to work with you, that you let walk away with nothing. 
right? And for some coaches, it's a scary big number. And then I ask, well, if you did have something in place and you said, hey, you know, you can't afford this program, no problem. I'm not gonna not gonna hassle you with objection handling and stuff. It's cool. Would you like to maybe do the online course version of my program, get some results? It's only $200. And I'm sure you'd get three, four, five, six more people out of those eight out of 10 who would have walked away with nothing, now giving you $200 and getting some help in life. So this is gonna add more passive income to you, help you grow your income a lot more, and you haven't gotta you know, learn like ninja hard selling sales tactics. You've just gotta make it easier for all aspects of the market to give you money. And so this is really about working smart and not harder, and not a lot of people teach this kind of thing. Um, so it's a different way of thinking, it's a different approach, uh, but that would be my, my, my best advice to coaches stuck in that time for money trap. I like that. And in the end, you know, I mean, whether you're talking to your clients or you're talking um, your time as a coach, it really is, you know, everything is either time or money. You know, either you can pay somebody to do it for you or you can take the time to learn it. I mean, there isn't a whole lot of skills that a person couldn't learn. The question is, is it worth your time to spend the, you know, next 12 years becoming a doctor or, you know, whatever it might be. So let's move on to, um, and I'm going to group these together. I know they're very uniquely different things, but um, for sake of time, let's talk about um, building the following, creating the relationship with um, a database of people. Um, what are a couple of tips we can give people on that? Perfect. So I actually love that you group those together because they are actually uh, grouped together in that way. Steps, steps, uh, steps one and two are the foundation. Know your customer. Create the product they want that doesn't trap you in a job. Steps three, four, and five, it's really um, attract a list of followers, nurture that list of followers so they become fans, not just subscribers, and then thirdly, um, let them enroll in your programs and packages and make the sale uh, in, in a cool kind of way. So the simplest way to do this is, you know, don't get caught up in all the big sales funnel hype out there and don't think you need a billion automations and all these different things, you know, um, keep things simple to begin with. And I would say the simplest kind of sales process or funnel you could have is first of all, have a, a list, uh, like a lead capturing page. I, I, I like to have a blog for this. So a blog is now the ultimate lead capture page. It gives good value and people can, can opt in if they want more. So just think of like the number one struggle on your prospect's mind and make a little lead magnet. Uh, a lead magnet, just a little bit of, bit of content that they can subscribe for to get access. So just a little PDF or a little video. Make it no more than 10 minutes to consume. Don't try and give them a, a huge novel because they're not gonna read it and not, not gonna get the value. But just give them a little snippet. Hey, here's one big problem on your mind. Here's a few quick tips to fix it. Opt in here. And that's gonna start you building your list, which if you ask any online marketer, what's one thing they would have done differently, it's they would have started building a list sooner. Um, you start building that list. Once they've subscribed, move into the next step. Um, now, there's gonna be people, you're on, the, you're on their email list and you can't even remember who they are. You have that, Steve, like you, you get emails from people and you're like, I don't remember subscribing to these guys, who are they? 
Well, yeah, especially me because I've been in internet space for 20 years. So, you know, I get Definitely. emails from people from, you know, 1994 that are still, <laughs> you know, they're like, welcome to our email. We want to talk to you about something you don't even remember you were interested in. <laughs> it's called AOL. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, that that's where you're a subscriber of those people. But there's other people, I bet, that you see their emails and you're excited to read them, right? And to that person, you're a fan. I would I would call it a fan, not just a subscriber. So you've got to make sure that that your subscribers are becoming fans, and you're not just oh that irritating person that emails me. But you want to, you can, and you can do this that they look forward to your emails, they love your communications, and they are eager to follow you. That's when we've taken a cold person on your list and warmed them up by giving them more value. Um, start, you can then start sharing a bit more of your personality, of your backstory, um, and just start giving them cool little tips about your process and help them get little, little wins. But then at some point, there's going to be a, uh, the, the, the warmest um, leads are going to want the next step. And that's when we need to come to step five, which is giving them a conversion mechanism uh, that, that helps them become a client, but in a value-driven way. So I, I use the term educational selling. I think as a coach, expert, trainer, I think we have to do educational selling or uh, maybe you know, some people call it uh, like, like being an assistant buyer. Where I, my personal rule is that if you ever get a sales pitch from me, it will be preceded by valuable content. And, and how, I, how I, my rule is that if someone watches a pitch for a product, they will get value from that pitch whether they bought or not. So this, the best conversion, mechanism, conversion mechanisms for most coaches are going to be a free consult, a seminar, a webinar a live stream, even maybe an advertorial sales page. You know, something that, that gives good value, says, hey, these are the kind of steps you need to learn, or these are some of the biggest mistakes I see people in your in your field making. Um, so you've learned something, and then it's simply the product is, if you'd like to solve this problem, um, you can take this information and go and use it yourself. Or if you'd like my help to do it with you, or maybe you'd like my, my team to do it for you, then you know, click here, do this, do that, uh, and we'll talk and we'll explore the options together. Uh, and that's where I believe if you can just position it as educational selling, you should never ever have a problem with sales resistance or sales fear. Uh, it just comes down to a kind of a, a bad mentality of sales, but I think selling is helping, selling is serving. Uh, if, 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 if they have consume that content and they need more help, they can come to you and they can get it. You didn't force it down anybody's throat uh, and, and you've helped them whether they purchased or not. I like that. And it really is important that when we think about the word selling, that instead of having that stereotypical fear over that word, that we really understand that we're serving people, you know, that Nobody can get the help they want unless they purchase something, whether that be, you know, you go to the grocery store and you buy food so you don't die from not eating, um, you know, or, you know, any other type of level you want to do, fitness, you know, nutrition, mindset coaching, any of that kind of stuff. Um, so I want to just touch on really quickly, uh, because I really think people need to engage with you on a deeper level 
to really begin to start talking about generating traffic. But um, let's give people just one little tip on uh, ways that they can begin to generate traffic um, to help them build that following relationship and be able to convert clients. One little tip. Okay, so um, this is a huge topic, of course. So like I said, I would say just be aware there's three forms of getting traffic. And all tra get, getting traffic means is, is promoting your content, sending people to a video or a blog post where from that they can then opt in to your list uh, and, and go through that process we talked about. So I would say for the most leverage, I would say look at Facebook advertising, paid ads. They're so cheap right now, anyone can do them. You can start with $5 a day, so anyone can afford Facebook ads. Like if you can't afford 150 bucks a month to promote your business, then you got bigger issues going on, I think. Um, but if you can't afford $5 a day, you know, just make a little sacrifice, because I realized years ago, I was spending four or five hours a day trying to do all the organic marketing, posting in 2,500 groups and messaging people and all this kind of stuff. And I realized if I just paid f Facebook $5, I could, they could send my blog post or my video in front of 20,000 targeted people for me all day long automatically. And for that five bucks in a day, Facebook are going to reach a hundred times more people than you'll likely do just on your own busting your ass all day. So I would say for most people, don't be afraid of Facebook ads. Just record a quick two-minute video, you know, and just, just keep it super simple. Just to think about one pain point your customer has, one common problem, record a video, mention that problem, mention a solution, give them a quick tip, like you just asked me here, a quick tip on that, uh, and then say if, if that's helped you and you'd like more, you know, click the button below or above and uh, join my email list and I'll send you some more cool free stuff. And if you just do that and put that for five bucks a day, I promise you in, in a month from now, you will have reached thousands more people. And um, that can, that's the best thing I would say right now. And again, I just want to reiterate that any one of those six cities, you know, we could do a whole weekend together just talking about them, um, which leads me to wanting to give people an opportunity to go a little deeper with you. What can a person do to engage with you um, on a deeper level and begin to work with you or get to know you or be part of your following so you can build a relationship with them? So I would say if um, this is kind of piqued your interest, if, if this makes sense to you, these six steps, then you can go a bit more in depth uh, by going to www.justindevonshire.com forward slash free dash guide. Uh, and there's a free PDF guide, as you might have guessed, um, on that page. Um, and that really, it's, it's a quick read. It takes about seven minutes to go through the whole thing. But it really outlines this process in a bit more depth with some, some examples, screenshots, case studies, things like that. Um, and there's also an opportunity inside that book to then um, join my free Facebook group community if you'd like to do that. If you want to ask questions about the book or you'd like to just ask me a personal question there, uh, you can do it through there. So it's just in devonshire.com forward slash free dash guide. And Justin, for people who aren't sure how to spell it, can you spell Devonshire for us? Sure, sure. It's uh, D-E-V-O-N, 
S-H-I-R-E. Devon Shire. JustinDevonShire.com forward slash free dash guide. That's it, yeah. All right. I do encourage a lot of people to go and get that. Justin, thanks so much for taking some time to share these very important tips with our listeners. You got it, Steve. My pleasure. And um, let me know if there's anything else I can do for you and the listeners. Wow, I'm so glad you guys spent the day with us today. Thank you for taking this hour to really invest in living victoriously, in living as a thriving entrepreneur. I hope you took some really great notes from Justin, and you have some things that you can add to your life and your business, both from what Noreen shared with us as well as what Justin shared with us. Really great stuff for helping us thrive in our life and business. You know, you've got a message to share too. You have so much inside of you. And I love being able to share people like Noreen with you so that she can pour out the heart of who she is as a person. And we'd love to be able to do that with you too. Um, One thing we know is that 80% of all of you that are listening have said, hey, I want to write a book. And only about 5% ever will. So what I encourage you to do today is just take a little step. Join us, bestsellersguild.com. It's a free group. Um, You don't ever have to invest in any of our programs. Sure, we got lots of cool stuff and we want you to. But just take that first step. Come in and be part of our family over there. And learn how you too can be our next best-selling author what you can do to get your message out there into the world. Because remember, you are uniquely brilliant. You were created for a purpose. And the world needs you. I want you to know, please know, Kathy and I are here to help you live victoriously, to be happy in life to market yourself and your business so that you can live every day of your life as a thriving entrepreneur. We want that for you, and we do hope that you're well on that journey and will continue on that road with us. Until next time, have an amazing, wonderful, great week. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. If you want to get your question answered, send an email to questions at wehelpyouthrive.com. We look forward to you joining us again next time. You've heard Kathy and I talk about it. You've seen the workshops. You have watched as others of your friends have become a best-selling author. And now it's your turn. Let me ask you this. What would being a best-selling author do for your business. Over 80% of people surveyed said that they want to write a book, which means that if you're listening, you probably are one of those people. Now is your time because you have a message that needs to be shared. That message is not for you. It's not for your ego. It is because it serves other people. Kathy and I are here to help you share your unique brilliance with the world. All you need to do is go to wehelpyouthrive.com, check us out, and find out how you can be a best-selling author today.